This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Michael on Twitter, is ScoMo's late night Facebook apology the best taking out the trash we've seen this year? I would think it's up there, Hachi. Yeah, we didn't mention this in the, as you call it, the main body of the sounding board, but um, we should have. He should a late night apology on Tuesday for making an anonymous reference to an incident at news that's been rejected by the company. So we learned we learned more about that power dynamic, didn't we? We did, we did, and it's uh, he's managed to make it go away because that's what he does. He just talks in uh, sound bites and riddles and big words that he thinks are impactful and they're not. But yeah, the the taking out the trash apology was uh, was up there when it comes to taking out the trash moments in twenty twenty one. Liam Burns via Facebook, uh, Hutchie, you used the term woke the other day. Seems like it comes from the US, but I'm not sure if it is something that is derogatory to the left or the right. I really don't understand its meaning. Can you put it into context for me? What about another phrase like snowflake? Yeah, I'm not getting involved in this. Because <laughs> Try and explain woke, Hutchie. Did you use the word woke? Everyone uses it now. I don't use it publicly because I, I don't know what it... I, mean, I, I, know, I know what I think it means, but trying to explain it, as, as you are now being asked to do by Liam Burns and me, good and, luck, and go for it. And cancel, cancel culture falls into the cancel same. Cancel culture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> cancel culture. <laughs> well, like, trying, to, trying to make sense of the left and the right these days and how it has evolved into a full-scale war, hmm. even the party's own political um, foundations... Are becoming inconsistent with where these areas are going. So I'm staying out of that. Liam, you can spend your time on Google checking that one. Matt Holden on email. What is a more attractive proposition for a business slash football sponsorship? A small club that does things well and looks like it may be successful, such as Port Adelaide, Western Bulldogs, etc., or a big club that has off-field issues and may miss finals, such as Essendon, Carlton, Collingwood, potentially Collingwood. It depends on your objectives and the product you're selling, but more broadly, I would say this. The smaller clubs are undervalued and the bigger clubs are overvalued. Okay. If you wanted to put um, the financial algorithm over the top, that's that would be my instinctive view because... The bigger clubs get the cut-through, which is often the hardest aspect of a, of a pitch. Well, I would argue that it's all about television eyeballs, and the better you play, the more television eyeballs you get, generally. Okay. It's the same with things like stadium advertising, the... The um, Melbourne grounds are overpriced, potentially, uh, because of the perception that it's... But the television eyeballs are not inconsistent in the rest of the country. Port Adelaide are playing Richmond at the Adelaide Oval, Damo. How's that faring for Port Adelaide on national television? That would feel very well for Port Adelaide on national television. That's why I think Tasmania would perform better commercially than everyone thinks, because they attract national eyeballs and they can allow national brands to advertise in a cost-effective manner. Okay. Different layer of looking at it. Thank you, Matt, for your question. Ben Heroini on Twitter has directed this at me. All pundits, including yourself, last year said COVID gave the AFL a reality check it needed, being bloated, too big with too much money. Huge contradiction with your comments last week that players need to be paid more, where I spoke of the NFL with $100 million contracts. Um, ben, fair, fair point to raise. The context in which I raised that last week was just to highlight the difference between Dusty Martin at best last year getting thereabouts 
thereabouts of $1 million and being the only player, I believe, in the competition last year to get $1 million, compared with these Russell Wilson deals and uh, Gronkowski make, deals of, of, of 60 and hundreds of millions of dollars. The, the point you are making, which is a commonly held view in football circles, is the, is the least paid players and the best paid players are paid too closely yes. to each other. The, the middle tier players are the ones who are, who are getting way too much compared with the big... Yeah. Ben, my point was they just don't. The best players, Dusty Martin, should should be on should be on five million dollars compared to uh, the, the average wage being four hundred thousand or thereabouts. And I know that doesn't work. I know that doesn't work. But that was my uh, my point in last uh, week's raising of that topic. Steve Ingham on Twitter: Would Hutchie ever look at doing three broadcasts of particular games, two parochial, one main neutral of AFL? I know they've done for State of Origin, or does it splinter the audience too much, or not provide enough value in additional listeners compared to the cost? Big advocate of this, as you know, we've done yeah. it with Blues Radio, Maroons Radio on the neutral call, and very much on the radar in the future for the AFL for us. It doesn't splinter the audience because it, we allow the audience to splinter. That's how our whole model. And if you're a consumer, you should be able to. Ch- Listen to it as you choose, if you can. And even advertise, you should be able to partner one, two, or three of those. It's all about choice. Yep. I noticed something, and this is from Mark Macker on Facebook, during the Fox footy game coverage on the Swans-Crows game. The on-foot cameraman on the boundary goes onto the field immediately after a goal to get a better shot of the post-goal celebration. That seems new to me. Is it exclusive to Fox footy? Is that an indication of ramping up quality and costs on broadcasts for Fox? Because that would require at least two cameramen with cable runners behind them. Yeah, I haven't seen that. That's well. Watch out for me. Have you seen it? I haven't. I wasn't aware as to, to the point of this email, um, this question being during the game. I, I, I was aware of them coming on the ground once the siren had sounded to end a quarter, but That's, during the game, I, I haven't seen it. I'm not saying it hasn't happened. I just haven't noticed it myself. That's new to me, and I'll have a look for that this weekend. Have uh, you got that next page there, Hutchie? Jared Wilkes has asked the question oh, that, that he wants you to read. If, I don't yep. even know what it's about. No. What do you think of the Barrett v. Robinson stouts? Would you consider organising a primetime showdown and resolve it? Perhaps the best of three challenge, a typing race, a shorthand writing race, and a pencil <laughs> sharpening race. <laughs> Jared, nice humour. As long as it's not. I would like to think that in the fullness of time, Damon and Robbo will sit down for a coffee and things will be okay. I'll do that if you sit down with Dylan Howard. Can't get in and out of America at the moment. Uh, let's move on. Uh, what do we think of the new Manning the Mark rule? You think it has helped the game this year as it seems to be a better spectacle? That's from Nick Morelli. Huge tick, Nick. We've now got 18 games of uh, evidence on this rule. It is the best rule ever introduced to the game of football. And you know the knock-on effect of it is? It's not just the rule, it's the mindset shift. It frees up the best players, for starters, well, not, either with the ball in the of the ground or, or the, the pointy end of it. It's symbolic of getting coaches to attack more, which, is, which has worked. Yep. Is the move into New Zealand the first step in world domination for Hutchie, asks Nathan Kieran. No, it's just a nice opportunity. It's a great opportunity, in fact, to launch SENZ, which is really exciting. And uh, stay tuned for some announcements in the coming weeks on SENZ. James Hawkins on Twitter. What are your thoughts on the rise of Substack? Do you think this is something that big news organisations should be worried about, or is the Australian media market too small? I have no idea what you're talking about, James. Hutchie probably will make out as though he does like he tried to with Twitch. What's Substack? It's an email newsletter type subscription set up. And, uh, you don't know anything about it? And I know enough about it that our digital guys are all over it. Oh, really? Yep. So that's all I need to know is the people who need to know know. Okay. And it's one of many trends. There's some really interesting trends. We haven't talked about sports flick yet, which we will at some stage in the- How's Clubhouse going? In coming weeks. Uh, I, I think it's probably not at the same scale in Australia yet as it is in America. So it's, have, it's big over there, isn't have it? Have you found it? I haven't gone onto it since we had that experience. I wanted yep. to. I just haven't. Um, 
Craig Foster, Craigie Foster, uh, considering a lot of workplaces are becoming zero harm workplaces, blood alcohol content 0.00, and having an affiliation with Drinkwise, why is Archie so flippant on Ralphie drinking on the job? Craigie, let let me jump in there. I don't think he was being flippant about uh, that aspect. He was just being flippant about me having a crack at Ralphie. I think that's the fair response here. Uh, Drinkwise. Ralphie admitted to having a drink while working in his own column. He actually wrote that. I don't know why you'd... I have that drink. And as we always say, and we insist, if you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. As best articulated to me by Ralphie, he had one beer. And that is not unreasonable drinking. That is drinking wise. Why are you working? One. I don't know the circumstances of whether he was working, how long No, for, he said he was. He, what he, he had to he do wrote or not that, to. He wrote that he was, Hutchie. Don't, don't be flitting about this. He actually said he was working. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think having one beer at work is the end of the world. Do you? Well, did you, would you encourage it in your own office space? How would you be going, walking around your office saying, uh, hey, listen, how's that deal going, uh, Mr. No, but from time to Mr. time. Mr. Sales Ad Executive Man. And what's that beer on your desk? From time to time. It's not abnormal. It might become so in the future, but it's not now. If you're out for lunch on a Friday with a client to have one beer in the workplace. That's a pr- reasonably common thing in the global workforce. Mm. And it was very but, common in, in, what, in our space. But- Choose to drink wise. Don't overdo it. Don't get caught up. Don't have three beers and come back to the office and carry on. Like if you're going to have one beer, I think it's fair enough. Stephen Ballinger on Facebook with the chief and the Roo and Roo being so well received on 360 last week. What are the chances we see them in a more permanent role this year or next year? Or is there more space for a show like this on other competing networks? I don't really want to talk about that show that he's referring to there, Hutchie. But apparently, one of the two hosts was absent last week and it was well received. Well, let me guess, 360 and Robbo wasn't there. Gee, you're so petty. The Chief is... Well, I don't watch it, so I Chief's don't... great content. The Chief's unbelievable. Yeah, and I think the time off... He's angry Chief again, too. Yeah. Yeah, he's no, no more happy Chief. The non-conflicted Chief's a dangerous weapon. Chief's Chief's just about the best media talent out there, and and, and it has been since he's got he retired. a sharp tongue. Harry hosted it. He hosted his own show when he's still playing, remember? Does a great Live job. Kicking. On, does yeah. a great job on Fox. Uh, that's it, Hutchie, for us on the sounding board and for the question time component of Can sounding Can I ask you board. a question? You I want a question whatever you, you want, Hutchie. Did you check out at the Kangaroo game on the weekend when you took your kids to SEN Stadium, and what was your experience of it? No, I didn't, because I played in Gold Coast, Hutchie, last I checked. Well, the week Saturday before? Night. Yep. No, I wasn't. No. Is it good? It's fantastic. Real-time audio and exclusively magnificent SEN Stadium. Available at Marvel Stadium. As I said last week, you're still better off listening to the five, six-second delay Triple M. You can't get it on the app. Triple M. No, but even if it is a delay, it'd be a better experience for, for you not, to listen to the Triple M coverage. You can't even get the 30-second delay on the app. doesn't exist. We listen this to an old-school way. How's that? Better, better experience. Through two, two uh, SBC baked bean cans and a bit of string out to the outside. This has been a money check. This has been the sounding board for Drinkwise. You won't miss a moment if you drink wise. Thanks for listening to the sounding board questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.